Welcome to the Black Men Think Podcast. If this is your first time here, know that the views and opinions expressed by the Black Men Think Podcast, are those of the Black Men Think Podcast and not the individual members. With that being said we're about to be unapologetically, undeniably black. Enjoy. So yeah, man, I just got one question. How y'all feel about sports coming back? Oh, man. Um, no. Honestly, you said not, Chris? I, I, I don't... I'm torn. I'm torn, to be honest with you. Because on, on one end, it is, it is definitely, without question, going to be a distraction from what's happening right now. And all eyes, all attention, all ears need to be on what is going on. Um, it obviously has its pros and cons, and, and we can dive into that. You know, but the reality is, man, honestly, I, 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 I'm I, just be honest. This is just me talking. Sometimes I feel like I need a mental break from this. Like, this stuff is heavy. Like, this stuff legit wears and tears on black people in ways that I never really acknowledged until now. And, and man, when I tell you, like, like there are days where I'm I'm working, even still working from home, or sometimes in the office here and there, or just with the family, bro. And I'm I'm worn, like I'm worn out because I I, I I'm I'm the type that invests myself in in what's going on, and right. you know I, I'm not afraid to share my opinion. Obviously, this is why we have the the Black Man Think podcast, but you know I I go in with a lot of people who are influencers in their own spaces on these topics and um and I, I really am embracing the, the 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 destruction of these systems that we're up against, you know? And and, and is sports gonna distract from that? Absolutely. So so on one end I'm 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 for it. On the other end I'm like, it's gonna give me a breath of fresh air that I need to go back into the fight, you know? But everybody's not gonna take it that way. So that's just me. Well, you know, for me, um I'm for it. You know, I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm for it. And, and the reason why is because in life, there's always going to be something that's going to be going on, whether it is what what, what we're going through now, um, you know, whether it's the unrest, there's always going to be something that goes on. But like you said, it it does give you that outlet. For me, it gives me that outlet to some to detach from reality, to be able to 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 really just to really just relax and to really just focus on nothing but myself at a moment to recuperate, to rejuvenate and enjoy something, you know? So, but also I take this as an opportunity as the sports coming back for them to use their platform to speak about and point out some of these things. Um, because, you know, as, as they're back on the court, as they're getting interviewed or whatever the case might be, however it's going to be, TV is used in, in the in the influential sphere of trying to sp- spread a message and bring awareness. So to me, there I think this actually elevates it a little bit. Now, don't get me wrong. There are going to be those little bit of distractions from it because people are going to be talking about other things that's associated with it. But yeah. Yeah. I think all in all, it, it, it also helps on one end. You know, and it's, like you said, I think it's going to be just various opinions across the board on that. But for me, you know, I, I welcome it to to be that distraction because actually I need a distraction because I need to stop focus on some of this other stuff 24-7, you know, and be able to relax and to really get my thoughts together. 
Um, what about you, Chris? I know you you were signing some little hindrances at the beginning. What about you, though, man? Um, you know, it's interesting for me. Um, I think I, I okay. I'm gonna go in two different directions. So I'm gonna go in the initial no category, like I was saying, because number one, to Mo's point, right? We have captive audience right now around racial injustice and systemic issues for black people period right in a real way that we've never seen in our lifetime so never. like never I legitimately i mean this is it, 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 it by all the data yep. has been proven we haven't had this since legitimately the civil rights era so i think that right. that's something that we have to acknowledge i think that's something that um can't be ignored um you know it's like one of those things where i'm curious if people are going to be cognizant of the times. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Mo, I want to tell me a little more. You, you know, you're saying no yeah. because of this. Expand on that real quick. And I, I mean, because I'm, I'm formulating still what I'm thinking and, and I'm going to come back because I got, like I said, I, I, there's two ways that I'm thinking about this and I want to kind of come at it from one angle. Yeah, well, I just, I mean, I... <sighs> Exactly. For me, it's, exactly. it's the reality that this is a very sensitive space. Um, like literally the institutions that we don't recognize on a typical day are primed for response to our needs as black people. You know, um, like we're seeing organizations literally make almost ridiculously drastic steps to accommodate us. When has that ever happened? Honestly, like when, when has that ever happened? And granted, the opposition is always going to be there. Right. But these like, like we are literally seeing systems crumble little by little in front of us. Now, now we got a long way to go. Don't get it twisted. You know, like we have not seen their wealth crumble. We haven't seen them, turn their words into finance yet in a sense nothing like that but we are more than ever at a point where our voices are being heard for once where we're knocking on the door and they're like okay we need to give these people some attention because they're serious you know and granted we've been trying to do this for centuries however now's the time and for me that says something you know but on the other end of things, I'm just like, for the, you know, reprieve of my mind, like for me to just be able to step back for a minute, what do I want to watch more than anything right now? It's basketball. If it ain't a comic book movie, which is obviously another love of mine, it's basketball. And, and I'm, a, I'm a Lakers fan, and I would love to, it, like, disappear for a second, cheer for my Lakers, and go back to the fight. And, and I'm torn for myself personally. But for the common black person in America, I'm thinking, man, this might be a bad move. That's just me. JD, I don't know. What, what, what are your thoughts on this? Um, so I'll say this. Um, I get both sides. I really get both sides, right? And I think, I think it's clear across the board that we know that it's a distraction, right? There's, there's nothing that we can... It, it, it'll, it'll, it'll be hard to disprove that it's anything outside of um, 
focusing on protesting and finding solutions would be a distraction, right? Anything else can be a distraction. But the way I fall on it is your job is also a distraction. True. Right? Very true. Right. Your, Facts. Facts. And, and I think what happens, because we put celebrities in such a, a high standard of, of who they are and what they can do, sometimes we 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 look at them as mini gods in a sense like i you know just just to be honest and so we think because they're multimillionaires that oh you don't have to work this year you don't have to take a paycheck you don't need it because you're a multimillionaire right and mm. you know sometimes i think we have to put ourselves in the same position so while we're telling people like oh they're going to be a distraction you're also telling some grown men not to work and not to do what they absolutely love to do above anything else. And in a sense, you're also telling them that they can't do two things at one time, Hmm, right? right? Like they are professional athletes. That's true. And yes, they are there for our entertainment. No matter how you want to cut it, it is what it is. I know LeBron James is more than an athlete. He absolutely is. And I say LeBron James' name because you look at what LeBron James is doing. He was able to create all of these other businesses through basketball. So for somebody like him, he wants to play because as I can get up here and play, the more that I can play, I can bring attention to other stuff that I'm going got going on. And so for somebody to tell somebody like LeBron James, like, dude, if you play, you ain't for the cause. That's just, that's emotional reaction because I don't know. Because now you got to look at like, you know, this dude got a film company. He's, he's producing films. He's producing content that's showing that he's about the cause and you think just because he's not playing basketball during the time period where, truth be told, the only reason why basketball was not going on right now is because of COVID-19. Well, that's where I'm like, going. We can't there. forget but see, that's the, that's thing, the reason why it that's, stopped. That, that's the reason, though, Jetty. So, like, for me, this is what I was, you know, and I was just trying to, you know, see where you all were coming from uh, that's, that's first. Funny. I did not even thought about COVID. But that was, that was really what my issue is. And I think we got to break down a couple of things. Yes, these brothers make a lot of money well above the average American in, 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 in the average salary. But we still have to understand that they are putting their black bodies on the line, period. Mostly, mostly black bodies, right? Less, yes, there are other people in the league and all that. So, But it is what I think the NBA is disproportionately, what, 80-some-odd percent, almost even above, close to 90 percent African-American. It's black. It's, it's black. black. It's safe to say it's yeah. black. So, it is, yeah, it has a, yeah. So a a recent study out of University of Michigan that was promoted on Yahoo Finance actually did a spectrum for basically the coronavirus risk level by activity. So basically, like, risk of community spread and or transmissions, right? So certain activities just inherently uh, put you in an exposure kind of level where you can either, you're either going to get it or, or like, you know, you're putting yourself in a bad situation, right? And basketball is number seven out of a spectrum of one to nine. Basketball, um, public pools, and schools, and the reason for it is obviously it's like you're running up and down the court, all you know, all, you know, breathing heavily, you're sweating, so all of this is coming out of you, and I mean the close proximity of that. So number one, that's where I'm coming from. I'm just not inclined to promote this 
notion that like you know generally speaking white owners and white executives and white support st- staff that can look either from their hotel rooms or from socially distant measures which will be in place because we got to look at the way that that it will likely be structured meanwhile the, these guys got to play close contact in in that way so that's the first uh side of it the second side well, of hey it hey me, before you go to your second point let, let uh-huh. me, i, I want to interject something that i want that might add to your calculus of it right mm-hmm. and that is the guidelines of the, how they how you get to actually participate in their event and so I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, because I was I was kind of thinking along the line. So that's where I'm coming from as well is uh, looking at the protocols that they're going to have in place. Because uh, whether we want to believe it or not, going to the grocery store is an inherent risk. Going out, period, is just inherent risk because until there's a vaccine and there's other things, you know, it's going to be. But um, so the question I, I want to ask before you get to your second point is mm-hmm. the protocols that they're putting in place to try to mitigate uh, as best as anybody possibly could, uh, does that not take care of some of that concern for you? I.e., they're going to have to have a quarantine and, period. Before then, they go to practice. Then they start playing, uh, which is what they're supposed to be uh, implementing. Yeah, I mean, and, I, and let me, I, I, let me, I... Let's bring context to, like, everything for our listeners. So, I don't know if you, you, know, if you all are up to date on, on the things that are happening with the NBA, but obviously... You know, the players are kind of, you know, back and forth right now about should they play. They've got to make a decision very soon. And, you know, there's a lot of stipulations that, that Tory is alluding to, like, you know, testing, you know, frequently. Like, um, like before every game, you know, um, you know, having like play. Basically, these players are, are, are kind of descending upon Orlando. They're going to be stuck there. Literally stuck there. I think they decided to let, allow their families there, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, and um, a certain, certain, of, yes, certain, certain amount of their family. You already you already yeah, raised so. another point, though, Marlon. I'm gonna raise that about the um, the okay. testing piece in a, in a second. So keep going, keep going. But I want I want to I want to call out that piece. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you know, they're they're descending on the Disney, you know, properties, which is pretty much a, a large chunk of Orlando, or at least the the the, the touristy spots in Orlando. Um, they will be kind of in their own little bubble in a sense. They'll have their own recreation, um, you know, quality time with the team, quality time with their families, um, you know, team-sponsored outings, uh, access to, like, a chaplain or yoga for, like, the mental health portion. Because, I mean, you know, these guys have never been away from home. Like, well, granted, they've, they've been away from home, but, you know, the weirdest scenario these for them to be... Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, to be stuck literally on site at Disney now. It's a good place to be stuck at, you know, but this is unheard of. This is something that we've never seen before, you know, and I mean, there's a conversation, honestly, to be had on, is it honestly really worth all of this to the NBA? Obviously it is because that's billions of dollars at stake, Um, but is it just for the money? But I'm going to toss it over to Chris because I want to hear your points and then that might be something that we can come back to. Well, that's the thing for me, I think, because you raise raise a couple of additional points that's still kind of in the public health side of it. The facts are that are non-debatable at this point, in my opinion, there are still a lack of test in America. So now we are going to take 22 teams approximately who can have any number of tests that they want to at any given time. It furthers this notion of what we're experiencing right now with these protests, because the protests are all about police brutality. But what they are in addition to that 
inequality at all levels of injustice of wealth inequality wealth disparity workers that got i mean like it, it encompasses the whole civil rights movement was not just the brutality the civil rights movement was also because like we weren't getting wages we weren't getting job opportunities we had to use like the worst of all of the facilities out there so all right do these players also recognize that once again that they're being used in a way that mm. like yeah. The rest of America, like if I get sick, I mean, once again, I got fam- I got family on um, in friends. Uh, I'm sorry, friends who are in Atlanta right now. And, you know, God bless them. Their 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 parents are, are, are sitting members of Congress and they couldn't get tests themselves. So now we're saying that, OK, these select few. Once again, y'all already know where I stand on the NBA. I love basketball. So, like, there's no question on that. But I think I think from that level, once again, I mean, we can go in a lot of different directions, but I just feel like on that end. I think it just kind of further shows, like, as an American society, where are our priorities at? And I think if we are going to put ourselves in a position to, 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 to question some of these white institutions and white structures, some of that's got to give. And I'm not, look, I get it, J.D., like, people got to put food on their table, um, period. But, like, I'm not going to sit here and conflate that food on my table for million, million, you know, millions of dollars is the same from the, you know, what I'm getting for my nine to five type of job. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that in like, there, there's a spectrum there, right? You know, Hey, we all make our path and some got skills, some do this, then a third, I get it, whatever. I, I don't know. I just, something about this just doesn't feel right in the moment. Um, That's what Kyrie was saying. I just it's just so, something. So, so Chris, I, I think I think what you're I think where where you're getting about, and I, uh, but I think this is even outside of this is the exploitation, yes, uh, of black people. That's really what it is. Yeah, so yeah, I, absolutely. I, 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 and and and, I, and and that's definitely what it is. I definitely agree with you on that. Um, but one thing that you said really, I, I really want to um, ask a, a follow up question um, mm-hmm. for you, and one of them it was about the testing, and. Yeah. You know uh, how the inequality of testing being distributed um, throughout the country. The question is: Is that a fault of them? Oh no, not at all. I'm, oh no, that's that's failed government leadership. I speak plainly. That's failed. And, and, and federal. I would just and I would just for the go there. Failed, failed federal government leadership. I'm gonna speak plainly on that one. Uh, so no, I don't put that on yeah. them at all. But I mean, I think to that point, the exploitation still is the exploitation, right? Like, yes, we we've true. seen the idea. So, like, once again, right? And we not. I don't want to go too far around a circle here, but why is it that white people and Asians, very specifically, because it right now the Supreme Court, out of Harvard, there are Asians that are suing Harvard for affirmative action because of preference for blacks into these institutions and these jobs. When in fact, number one, affirmative action is a, is a law by, by the federal government, right? So what they're doing is then now saying like, oh, these, these black individuals over here who disproportionately still aren't on the level and don't have access and opportunities. So once again, it's kind of like you got to connect these. It's like circular logic here, right? Oh, we're the problem? So, so we're the problem with affirmative action. And so I guess, <laughs> once again, using it as a kind of an exploitation and a scapegoat, so do we now want our players to be vilified while middle America and other people are sitting around like, oh, I got COVID or I got a situation where I can't get testing. My uncle, my mother, father, folks that I know and love couldn't get proper testing and have died. 
and yet these guys are running around gallivanting the world, you know, and, and living good, and now they're going to get this, like, bubble experience in, D- in Disney and then get to play. I just, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I just, I think for me, to that point, it's just, like, it's bigger than all of this, not just simply the police brutality and, like, being used. I just feel like this is the critical moment where we got to realize when we're being used to further institutions that we're only that we're only intrinsically benefiting from like cool so, like if the so players Chris, themselves said no like jd if the players themselves which they could have done let's be clear let's let's let, let, let's put this to rest right the players themselves likely could have figured out a situation and been like yo we're gonna do this um whole rucker park situation or like a you know, like a what Kobe, any any number of these guys, and I, I only bring up Kobe because as y'all know, it's my favorite. But like any number of these guys got a Drake. We do, Drake. Drake got the dopest basketball court out in a, in a house right now, right? He got a whole legit setup, bleachers and a whole nine. They could have picked up the phone and been like, Drake, you an ambassador to the league, whatever. Let's do this whole hoop game. We're gonna do charity. We're gonna raise funds. We're gonna do this whole thing. They could have leveraged for themselves, but right, what they're doing is tapping right back in to the institution. I don't know, man. And I mean, I might be speaking on some like well, super high level so, revolutionary. I don't know, man. So what I'll say, what I'll say to that, Chris, is while I understand everything you're saying, I think we also have to to remember the reality is that we are in a capitalistic society. So yes. while the owners are using the players, the players are using the owners to make a, a high level of income that they can't make doing anything else at the moment. JD, right. I would, I would actually so, say like only maybe a couple of them know that they are using them. A LeBron, a LeBron knows. Yeah, I mean a LeBron knows. Right, so, right. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know but, what you mean. I know we, what you we're mean. We're talking like, about. Yeah, it's the trail. Yeah, it's the, we're talking about from a from a. Right. I, I, I mean, think, at the end of the day, JD that's. Is, I mean, because y'all, JD, but what? I also think one of the points that JD is also trying to make though is that once again. That are they are able to utilize this platform also to further push things forward on their own agenda, you know. So, I, so it definitely so, is that trade off. So, so let me ask you guys this: What is the one thing that we need mm-hmm. more importantly than anything to make all of this stuff happen around us? Right to to have the the social injustice be spoke upon to make sure that these protests are properly organized, what's the one thing that's needed that nobody likes to talk about, but it's the truth. You need oh. money. Mm-hmm. You need money. Right now, right now, today, right now, today, somebody can say, JD, you need to go out there and protest. Right. And of course, if we have somebody that's follow like leading and I can follow that with proper instruction, that leader eventually is going to need some funds in order to do what needs to be done. So while I might be advantageous by saying this, maybe NBA players are thinking like, look, if I can go back and play, I can get paid. I can utilize some of my money to start helping do other things. And like, I don't know that that's the case. I'm, I'm just speaking, you know, I, I don't know if they're thinking that, but the truth is money is needed. So you're asking players to say, give up that their, their, and let's just be let's be honest, bro. Bro, forty million I'm Americans say are that. unemployed, though, JD. I'm sorry, I can't really have sympathy. No, 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 uh, no, no. Listen, listen nah, to what. It, let, let me get this out. No, no, let me get this out because while you are correct, and I'm not saying that people are not here, but we we're talking about the reality of the situation. 
Mm-hmm. 40 million people are unemployed. That is true. Well, but there's also NBA players that reached a certain potential for them to make that type of money. Just like you did certain things for you to get to the level where you are at. We all like, yes, the world is unemployed. But we're all four individuals on this phone call that are still gainfully employed. Mm-hmm. So that's not the reality for everybody. And and while the truth is, yes, unemployment is, is on the rise. And I'm not trying to be insensitive to a group of people that are not making money right now. But the reality is for things to happen properly, people need bread. Oh, that's yeah, just how it is. Yeah. No, I mean, sure. No, I. So. No, I know. That's I, the, that's I, the conundrum, I go back. Bro. I go back strongly yeah. to say that it's the, it's we the catch can't, 22, man. We, it, it's a catch 22, and we can't, as regular citizens that we are, put celebrities on the pedestal to tell them to do something that we're not willing to do. Because we are telling celebrities to say, you know what? Cut out everything that you guys got going on and focus on protesting. And while that sounds good in theory, Unless we are willing, unless we are willing to do the same as that thing, bro, that's a hard ask to ask but anybody. I, but I, I, feel, I know what you, I understand what you're saying, JD, and I, and I, and I hear you. I, I still, st- to a degree, believe that there's a false equivalency because, like, even right now, if my company insisted for whatever reason to be like, oh, I need for you to go to this place or go to this thing, like, there are legitimate measures in place, lockdowns of whole states, and like flight situations and places that I, I just as a normal citizen cannot go. So once again, we're now actually debating a real bubble super one percenter. And I'm not even on that, but you know what I mean? Like we're just talking about like a super privileged group of individuals. And yes, they got families that, you know, families to take care of and food to, to put on the table and mouths to feed. So I get that. But I guess the same way that, like, yes, I'm gainfully employed, there are so many other elements of my life that have kind of been halted off rip. That's true. And I'm not going to sit here and believe that, yes, basketball. Look, if, if we're, if we're going to make, if we're going to, like, have a conversation around, like, literal musicians, um, where, like, we know disproportionately the salary of musicians generally, or, like, their, their revenue, should I say, their income is the touring and the merch and, like, there's a direct relationship mm-hmm. between, like, if people can physically see you and get that experience, you know, drinks are pour- being poured up, the venue, you're getting the cost share at the venue, the merch sales, you're getting all that because, like, you, you, you know, you're coming out. I mean, you, I know you know that very well. Yeah. The, different, the difference in pro sports leagues is, like, actually a lot of their – a lot of these cats' income, I mean, a, a lot of these brothers, even some of the lowest play – I mean, are endorsement deals – and they have other residual income and they have other kind of ways to generate income simply of their brand. I mean, look, I understand it's still a large proportion of their income. I don't know, man. Hey, look, I, I just, it's, this is a fascinating so conversation. I think, to me. I think what we need to do is because I, I, I think where the disconnect is, we need to, we got to standardize, right? So until you can standardize everything on one type of similarity, you have issues with it. So, I, if we focus on this as basketball as a job correlated across the board, then you can start talking about it, right? So, for instance, since basketball is a job, it's just not the actual players. 
there are other people that are associated with it that this mm. season restarting. That's good. But that's but Tori, that's the part though. See, but that's, that's the part that's, though, Tori. That's where my problem. That 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 that, that actually kind of breaks down though. Comes in. Be- yes, Mo, because I, I, those people I, are now exposed. Man, come on. Yeah, like mm-hmm. like I. I but, but, see, but, but, but but the thing about it is, but but the thing about it is, the protocol is that's not for the NBA players. It's for everybody that's associated with the reopening, right? But that's my point. So I, I get what point. you're saying. I get, like but that's it's, like it's still the same. So, but it's still the same thing, guys. As our first responders, our frontline workers, still having to go in, right? You know. So, just hear me out. I'm not saying that's not that, the same. You know, that whole, first that, but that's not. Yeah, but that's social contract. Yeah, yeah, that's social contract. You know, it's different. No, no, no. I, the social contract is different, but the job them having to perform work and their job is asking them to come in are the same things. Yeah, so but the, the purpose we behind ask it our is front different. Like you know, you got yeah, you got so, you got. So, but that's why that's why I said, guys, we got to standardize. Let's take the purpose out of things. But you can't. I'm talking about people working. Yes, you can. If yes, you can, because once you start talking about some of the older things, you start bringing in not just what you're talking about social contracts. You start bringing in emotionality into things, right? As well. So that's why I said let's let's start with the basic thing and standardize on that. Now, once you get into hey, this is more of a social contact. This is more of a health issue like i.e. you want you, you want water you want this you want that you need uh public safety you need those type of things yes i'm not disputing that but if you get down to the foundation and the core which is there all of these things people are getting paid to do these things right i hear you i hear you and, and i hear the point that you're making my pushback on that is this is a completely different picture than what you will see as your essential work. And I know you know that, but my, my, my whole point about this is honestly, the NBA coming back at the core of it is about money. Like it is, it is legit mm-hmm. about the dollar bill. And in a moment, a where COVID-19 is honestly about to spike again, let's just keep it real. It's probably going to shoot through the roof at any given point um, in a way that's prayerfully, you know, a vaccine is coming because otherwise we may be really in for it as a, as a nation. Um, but also just the fact that we are in the heart of this massively aware um, revival, almost like, you know, in terms of injustices against black people. And we got to capture that and, and to send, you know, to some degree, a lot of millionaires um, you know, I think probably safe to say mostly millionaires, you know, obviously on different levels. Uh, I'm not, I'm not even going to say mostly, but I will say a, a lot. Well, okay. I'm talking about players. So, I mean, if you start talking about the staff and all that kind of stuff, then yeah, totally feel well, you. No, I, I'm even talking about the players, yeah. you know, because you usually have those, you know, the top five or six people are, are, are the superstars True. that, you True. know, are going to be making them. Everybody making else is about money. 500, so I, I even... 200,000, 300,000 a year, that type of thing. Yeah, so I wouldn't necessarily equivalent yep. LeBron to the rest of the team. So, I you. but I get Absolutely. what you're saying. Yeah, at the end of the day, they're living at a higher class than the, than the average American, and and, right. and the point is to go through this much trouble to bring a game back to a television screen does not add up in the long run. Which is what I think somebody like Kyrie Irving was alluding to. And honestly, guys, like we're talking about the NBA. But these other sports that are also talking about coming back, like I think MLB, not MLB, sorry, um, MLS is coming back to a tournament, 
You know, um, you know, um, I think baseball is at a standstill for some reason. J.D., you probably know more about baseball than I do. But uh, Arizona's case is spiked. I mean, look, we, we so this is the part. This is the reason why I keep staying on the COVID piece, bro, because MLB had the same conversation for Arizona. They were going to I mean, Arizona, uh, bar none, has the most sports facilities that can accommodate baseball um, and, 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 and or basically all types of outdoor sports, period. Right. They have the most per capita like golf courses, the whole nine. Right. It's just a pure vacation yep. destination, arid, dry, the whole nine. The 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 Republican governor there decided that she wanted to play this loosey goosey. And now they are in the worst of covid when other places have I don't want to say plateaued for the time being. But you know what I mean? Like everybody went through that like initial shock and that initial hit because right. they, they took it serious. Now, a lot of these other states right now, particularly Arizona, is actually hurting and so they had to halt completely the conversations with the MLB because of that I don't know man I don't, I don't know. see this working so I just don't see it I'll, working. I'll um okay so here's the thing right I'm hearing all the COVID talk and it it is warranted I I, I don't want to act like it's not but we have to be clear that the point that Kyrie Irving made didn't have anything to do about COVID. His thing was they don't want, and, and Dwight Howard is in this as well. Their thing was we don't want this to take away. To, bringing the season back, back will be you. a distraction. Yeah, I think, I, think, I think there's probably other things there. I mean, I just think, I think, I think if, if you even like follow, I mean, look, he's, he's kind of wacky and goofy for me uh, at times. And Mo, you probably can go in a little more like, and I, I respect the, I respect the cat. I mean, dude is, is sick with the handle and he's kind of goofy. Earth is flat and all this nonsense things he said in the past, obviously he's jokes an emotional or whatever. speaker too. So, yeah, a, lot of so this, like, a lot of this comes from this an emotional yeah. moment. You can just kind of read that on him. I, I just, you know, I, I just think that there's probably other things there. And I just think, what they're leading with is the idea that for solidarity purposes, they want to lead with and the main purpose that they want to get across or the pain, pain, I'm sorry, main point they want to get across is that they're doing it for um, solidarity with the black community and the black rights uh, and like black lives matter and civil rights and all this movement that's going on right now. And I think that's fair. Um, So, but here's the other level I want to add to it, you know, because once again, thinking about the NBA, it is a job. Sports mm-hmm. here, they are a job. They are they presented a plan. It's, so it's, it, for instance, it's just like the government. They're they're open. They're reopening plans that we put in place, and you allow the each individual businesses, the individual people, to make the decisions. Right. That's really what the, they're doing in the NBA. Hey, here's our reopening plan. Players union because they are a union. What are, what's y'all decision? Yeah. But also what hey, you got to remember is but every some so every place people, tour that done that they done closed up. I mean, legitimately around the whole world, bro. Every place that established I'm, a reopening plan. That. You know what I mean? Like they I'm they thought that. and then they had to reverse it weeks later. But not not all not all. What country is that? Is it Sweden? It's one it's one of those countries. I yeah yeah. I Sweet, Sweden a, Sweden. I, um, I think Sweden, they started but, out with the plan, but yeah. yeah. But but what I'm saying is they but they but also they addressed it a lot different. Overall. Yeah, exactly. That's what. Uh, yeah, I was right, about to say. Right, yeah, right, like right, Sweden, right, Sweden right. and New Zealand are the only ones that haven't, and that's yes. just because hands down they yes. just they shut everything down. 
You know but what I mean? Also, like, New York, New York, right now to me is. I, I want to watch theirs and see what they do it because they actually have taken a very aggressive. Uh, Governor Cuomo has take, took a very aggressive stance, shutting things down. Um, I so I would like to see how theirs is working with their reopening strategy um, and how things open. Let me, let me, um, mm-hmm. which could potentially be a model. Let me so ask y'all this. Say, I think it's still too early for that part for me. Let me ask y'all this. Let's say this goes down, right? Let's say the NBA opens up again. They go, they do their little mini training camps. They start playing the little games. How does this become a win? You know, and, and like like JD, you know, you can speak from a fan standpoint or or whatever. But how do they make this work for the whole picture that we're up against right now, or just in the world in general? Well, I think I, I, I think, think I, number one. What they have to do is, and I think this was Kyrie's mistake. He made a statement and didn't speak to anybody else. What you I mean? think that was the first mistake, and I think that's a mistake with a lot of things as well. Is like we 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 our initial thing is let's protest, but ain't nobody planning to protest. We just speaking out loud and, and saying stuff. So I think where Kyrie went wrong, honestly, is just saying what he could have done. And, and this could have ego. It could be some, maybe he just, like you, Marlon said, he's just, he's emotional like that. But what probably would have been the better course of action is called the, the, the top 10 to 15 stars in the, in, in the NBA and let them know how you feel about the situation and then go from there, right? Because I think if you have that conversation first, it, it comes, those players don't feel like they're getting slapped in the face, because they might not vocally say it, but you have to look at what really happened. Kyrie made a statement, and, and mind you, I, I do want to go on record and say that Kyrie wasn't playing anyway. He wasn't going to play when this whole thing coming back. And so you have something where he goes from knowing that he's not going to be able to play, not having a conversation with other players. Now he's supposedly speaking on behalf of, of the black players in the NBA. And I understand some people need to be that 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 leader, that revolutionary. But part of leadership is knowing when to when to to fold and and when to play your cards. I just don't think Kyrie played his cards right in this situation. But we I, but now, to, to, but to that end though, JD, like Patrick Beverly, and, and I'm not even a fan of the homie. I mean, like, I, look, I commend the brother for getting to the NBA, but just not a fan, right? Because he plays the game in a way I don't really like it too much. A little dirty for me. Mm-hmm. But he came out and said, like, let's just, like, I think he threw out a very clear slight of, like, let's just cut all the noise here. If LeBron just period says this is what it is, it's going to be what it is for all of us, and we're going to all fall in line. Like, that's almost a direct quote from his his tweet or whatever. Yeah. I, I there think was some truth I, in that, but there was also some whole behavior from him, too, by doing oh, that. Oh, no, 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 no. Look, I said that. came out and said the same thing. No, that's what I said. That was that mode. No, no, that's what we talk about. That's what we talk about. Yeah, yeah. But 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 my point though, to to that same end, Modo. My point though is that is also a part of leadership, JD, where you understand. Like Kyrie is not the same level that LeBron is. Like even though he's a big force, he's an NBA star, this whatnot, and they were teammates, and he's won a chip with him, all that other stuff. He's not LeBron. And if you know that there's going to be an outsized force a part of the internal discussions and the internal strategies, this is actually what happens in mobilization. So he then basically, he basically then said, all right, well, look at the end of the day, none of us actually have the power the same way within these internal structures. Number one, LeBron's best friend is the president of the, uh, the NBA players association. 
So like all the leverage is on LeBron and these star and that star at that level who wants to play his side. So then someone like Kyrie says, yo, like, what if the homies out here are really saying, like, what if the vocal minority Here's why I give LeBron saying, credit though. Like you LeBron, know what I'm saying? I don't LeBron know. LeBron is quiet right now. Like he's he's absolutely quiet. And granted, I'm sure he's not quiet behind the scenes. He's probably talking to the key people that he needs to talk to to push whatever direction he wants. Obviously, I believe he does not want to waste this year. He knows that he's in position to win. He believes he's win. We believe. Hey, and I'm late show all day. Y'all know that I'm late show show all day. day. We believe they are going to win. So trust me, I want to see this chip bad. I want to see this chip bad. But I told you, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you though. I believe he nobly is being extremely quiet right now because he realizes that his opinion is not the only one that matters in this type of tone of, of, of the situation. Yeah. You know? I think I think Mo, I'll take it a little deeper, bro. I feel like his brand. I'm just gonna be crass and direct. I think okay. he can't take that L right now. No, he can't. No one absolutely he can't. not. People people like him, you you've been seeing one by one celebrity every week for the last month and a half dropping like get lies. canceled. Dropping, dropping like, flies like flies because they, they, they're not on message. They're not they're not with the movement and as we've been joking about, and I mean not joking, but just like speaking truth to power, these Gen Z, they're not rocking with any of this nonsense nah, right now. No, legit, bro. Here, like there was a day the other day where foolish. Yeah, there was a celebrity that know. showed up the other day, um, you know, at the Wendy's in Atlanta, and I ain't gonna call any names, but bro, in in less than ten minutes, my man had to dip out or twenty minutes or something like that because they started saying, "We don't need you here. We didn't, we didn't need, we didn't need you to show up. We don't need a celebrity here because these yep. because the streets are pushing the agenda." So more than ever, like something like what Kyrie is saying makes a ton of sense. Like, don't pull these people from the streets because they are actually making action happen. Like, like the protests are just to get your attention, but these people are pushing the the fight forward. They're not slowing down. Do not pull them from the streets, man. Because we we are and need I say like and need I say and need I say Motown the same group of individuals that almost characteristically are not engaged. Ooh, so ooh. I mean, like you know, there's there's well, real that's data there that's, that 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 supports that. Like you know what I mean? Like, and I'm and I'm not trying to. That's not even a that's not even a jab. That's just yeah. an objective statement. That's that real though. Those who are in the streets right now are those who usually are, you know, working who got all other types of things going on in their lives and they can't really be plugged in in this way. And so, let them cook is really what it is. Yeah. Like let them cook. They're 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 in the Don't kitchen right that. now. Don't disrupt. So that. so let me. Let me let me throw this out here just mm-hmm. just for the sake of the conversation. So with everything we're saying, are we saying that those people that are out there on the front lines protesting the, the Gen Z, are they do they not care enough about what's going on to continue this? If the NBA come w- w- when the NBA comes back, right? Because yeah, I think uh, I think a no, lot no, no, of no. that a lot of that is is yeah. I think a lot of that we have to be careful with that as well because. No, we're, no, no. We are seeing what they are doing. I just think it's reasonable, bro. I think I it's think reasonable the people to see. Need... Go ahead. I don't want to interrupt you. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm no, no, no. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna put a real, a real stat out that um. So, uh, Zen Lab, um, Zen, uh, Zen Labs or something like that. I can't remember what it is. Um, they are a data aggregation firm that uh, uh, aggregates uh, social media uh, 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 analytics. George Floyd and protesters has had 
million um, social impressions. I'm sorry, 8.1. I'm sorry. I'm messing this up. 8.1 social impressions, digital impressions and at the, at the spike. So like 8.1 million on social media who were talking about George Floyd and the protests. The Hong Kong protests that were going on and the uh, yellow vacuum, uh, yellow yellow vest protests that were going on in France. Yellow vest had only 149k at the most in any at any of the peak, and the Hong Kong protests had 3.1. I think it shows that there is a different level of engagement with this right now. So what I'm not saying, JD, is that like they're gonna just throw their hands up, be like, oh yeah, basketball, 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 just fully, but. What it has provided is this opportunity for these individuals to be fully engaged. Honestly, the younger ones are not going to be the issue. People are t- people talking, people on social media, people in the streets, people are actually yeah, and I and I agree, and I and, and, and yeah, Mo, I already think I know where you're going. Yeah, I want to hear what you about the, to say the on whole, that piece. The whole point, and I'm I'm gonna toss it to Tori because I really want to hear your thoughts on this. But the whole point, I think, is not that like that the younger ones are going to be concerned. The ones who are in the streets making it known, yelling it from the mountaintops are probably not going to be the ones that are distracted. It's going to be the ones that have the ability to change the policies. That's, that's the point. Mm. Like, mm. like, and, 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 but I think that's why you're feeding into my whole premise of why I think it's okay uh, for him to restart it. Because even if you take a look at the civil rights, right? Um, there was a multifaceted strategy like you know, you had Dr. King with the peaceful protest. You had Malcolm X, but that was more of a revolutionized um, uh, uh, type pro, uh, type of activism. You had Marcus Garvey with the uh, go back to Africa. So it takes these different approaches to effectuate change. So what I am all saying is that I guarantee you that certain members of these professional sports will take that opportunity as well, once again, because now they have their platform back, their total platform, not just their social media, but now they're also going to get the televised platform as well to be able to further that cause. So I, I could see it as being a, a actual helpmate, <laughs> you know, uh, to, 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 to the people that are in the streets. But Tori, isn't that, isn't, that, isn't that to a degree though throwing the baby out with the bathwater? Because the, and then I only raised that point because what we do know the control. Well, what did the North the, Carolina the, the, um? What are you saying? <laughs> slang was that? I said, what in the North Carolina slang um term was that? What you said again? Oh, throwing yeah. the baby out with oh, the yeah. bathwater. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's old school. That's old school, bro. That's old school, man. We well, love, that is we love the cheering. We love the cheering, but no, nah, it's an old old term. You know, throw the baby out with the bathwater. Basically, like you know, when you drain the when you drain the bathtub, just make sure that you ain't draining the baby too. You know what I mean? Like, there's something viable <laughs> there ultimately. So the point I'm making is, is like. The control, what we know, Tori, and I, I guess just in, in what I think, and I'm curious what your thoughts are on this last point, right? They are cooking right now. The streets are hot. People are protesting. Social media is ablaze. The conversation is taking place. Discourse is happening. There is a captive audience, period. What we are now debating are assumptions that some people might do things when we have a known, which is... They are cooking right now. They are in the streets right now. So, I mean, do you get what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I hear you. Well, Trust me, I do. The, but that's the, the part where I just don't know, you know? 
Well, if but if 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 the past is evidence of the future, right? Mm-hmm. Let you know because we keep talking about. It. Let's take an instance at LeBron. LeBron has spoken out about social injustice, other hot topic political issues. Oh, of course, throughout Absolutely. his career, regardless. I'm saying, and I'm just speaking about him. Just use him as an example. I guarantee you, he will continue that. Not only that, he's already doing it. We're not even being back. We're starting the um the, the get the get basically a get out the vote campaign. Get out the vote campaign, right? yeah, GOTV. So, yep. so 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 he's still gonna do that. But what I want to circle back to now is Marlon's original question about what success will look like and what could actually make this a model that I think could help. Is one is if throughout this this reactivation or the reopening or whatever you want to call it. If nobody is impacted by COVID, if they really have this, if the if the if the basically the continuation of the season go off without a hitch, I think that's what the that I, that's the only thing that's going to be successful to them. Now, no, yeah, yeah, I would have done, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, but now what I would have did if I if I was the uh, com- the NBA commissioner, I would say, guys, we, if we're gonna reopen. This is what we're also gonna do. One, we're gonna we're gonna basically buy out this area to where it's only gonna be people associated with the actual sport. So there's no people in and out, so that's their families, whoever all we approved that can go in, right? Also, what we're gonna do, because we're coming into these communities, we wanna make sure that we're not just skipping people and going to the front of the line. We're gonna also set up funds and uh, and purchase tests to be distributed either in the community we're playing in, throughout the country, whatever you wanna do. Yep. Now you have See, now you're speaking it. This is the part, Tori. This is the part. This is what we're not hearing. We're not hearing any we're not hearing I mean, what they gonna come out, everyone's you know, Stephen Stephen A, everybody kinda debating it, all this and that third, and yes, they're probably gonna come out and say something now. But they didn't lead with the notion of saying, like, and I'm not trying to cut you off, but I'm only trying to add that what they did not lead with is this notion of in the midst of this and because players have raised concerns based off of racial injustice, all right, we have a, a, a compact that X amount of black um, executives and X amount of potential black and, and uh, c- uh, people of color um, owners can be brought into the pipeline. I just feel like we need to see some very, very, very specific things put on the table that suggests that, okay, cool, here's the counter to what might be said because to Marlon's point, it's a money play, bro. And I'm not for I'm not right. just I'm not I'm not for just hey, blindly Chris. putting the money in the pocket no more, man. Nah. Hey Chris, mm-hmm. I, I feel everything you just said. And that goes back to what I was talking about. Kyrie need to make those phone calls first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before yeah, making yeah, a yeah, statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. if you make those phone calls and, and you have a legitimate ask, then it don't sound like you just telling people not to come back to play basketball. Tell yeah. people, like, look, we don't want to come back unless this happens in our league. Mm-hmm. Then you have right. some some work that can be done. Right. Telling people not to come back so we can focus on social injustice is like telling people you're, – you're basically telling people that they're not focusing on that. You're telling me that I'm going to get distracted. And the one thing that you can't do with anybody – is tell me how I'm gonna react to something because you don't know oh, yeah. me. Yeah, that's fair. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But if you go, if you go in there and have a legitimate agenda, which is the same place where we fail on the other side, because we do things without having a real, true, live agenda, 
and we end up, you know, the, the air gets taken out of a situation because we don't know the plan of what we want to do. If you go in there with the plan and you have legitimate key points of what you want to see happen, and then you come in and say, look, we ain't playing unless this stuff happens. That's a bigger move than just saying, no, y'all shouldn't come back because we need to focus on protesting and social injustice in the country. You know what at I mean? At the so, end of the day, at the end of the day, whether it reopens, whether it doesn't, my ultimate, and I think that's true for everybody on this on, on here, my ultimate thing is that they need to make sure that the players, i.e. the workers in this case, are protected. You know, so at my job, I you know, whether we reopen, whether we're not, you know, all of that's good and dandy. But my most important part is what about the safety of the individuals if we reopen? So that's the same thing that I want right. for the NBA. They need to make sure they're I, thinking through that, you know? I'll say. Uh, and so whatever that look at. I'll say no matter what, I think the, the pushback from the players has to demand a strategic, just as strategic a plan of how we're going to show up and safely play these games there needs to be just a strategic plan as of how is the NBA going to change the course of history for black people in America. And I think the players have to hold the NBA accountable to that. And before they ever agree to, you know, continue in this route, because at the end of the day, it is about the dollar for the NBA, but for the players and for the black community, um, they need to make sure that the NBA is 120 is investing in our community. Is investing, is yeah. investing in our community for the long run, not just for right now. For the long term. Yeah, right. for the long term. That's the thing. And yeah. I think this is and yeah, I think I that's agree. the last point that we can we can't miss out on that. That that this is a as they say, a once in a lifetime moment where there's real leverage here. I mean, once again, we, as we uh, talked about on the other podcast, like corporate corporate reparations has been happening as a knee-jerk reaction to this because most of these folks are don't know how to respond properly so they're throwing dollars at it that same type of leverage needs to be um um, exacted in the league where these players say look here's our demands and here's our demands in a real way i mean you know in in that last point what i know is afoot is also this notion because y'all heard that like chris paul was also trying to convince guys to get back to work because then they lose leverage during the next cba because they're taking such a big fin- mm-hmm. they're taking such a financial hit, mm-hmm. they're taking such a financial right. hit um, by, by, by being out. So I mean, we we do True. we do we know we know that's all about the money, man. We we know it's all yeah. about the money, but yeah. I think I think probably where we can settle tonight on this conversation is there's going to be different means and different kind of objectives, and we're going to come at this differently. But if if they're not pushing for systemic change, yeah. And securing their bag at the same time, and being health healthy and having proper healthy, protocols right. in place, yep. Yep. I feel I feel like that. Yeah, like that, that, that. I think we can probably all agree on that on those terms. Yeah, yeah. Black yeah. lives matter. Absolutely, man. And black lives Absolutely. matter. And also invested in black community. Those those go hand in hand. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Um, I'll say the black thought for for today's episode, man, is. Know the ask. Mm. We okay. have to know yep. the ask. Yeah. We yep. we can't just go in situations and think that things are gonna happen. We have to know the ask and we have to properly plan before we ask anything. Mm. Before right. anything can that's, happen that's after that. Advice. So no you know no, especially the time like yeah, this. Yeah, know the ask, man. Um 
Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it's the Black Man Think Podcast. Make sure y'all subscribe, rate, review. Uh, also, for those that may not know, we have a YouTube channel now. We do these Black Afterthoughts where we actually talk and go through the episodes that we recorded. So um, if you want to know what we look like, check that out. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page. If you just want bonus content, subscribe to our YouTube page. More importantly, make sure you share uh, the content, man. That's the only way that this podcast grows is that you share it with the people. So thank you once again for listening. Uh, this is the Black Man Think Podcast. See y'all next week. The Black Men Think Podcast.